Welcome to episode 16 of the Digital Brand Envy podcast, the difference between my free and paid content. My name is Michelle Caruana, and if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the show. It helps so much, and I put out a new show every single Tuesday, so subscribing is the best way to make sure you don't miss a thing. And if you find this helpful, please also leave a review. Again, it helps so much, and I'm going to start reading reviews as they come in. So you might get a shout out on the next episode. All right, so diving into the episode. As a content creator, one of the most common objections that I get from prospective customers is, well, you put so much content out there for free, so why would I ever need to purchase one of your paid digital products or programs? And at first, this question would really bug and nag at me, and I would roll my eyes constantly behind my computer screen every single time I saw this type of email or comment come through. But now, a few years into the whole content creation online business game, I understand it a lot more. And I slowly had to realize that my annoyance was not a result of their ignorance, but rather my failure to really nail my marketing message and help potential customers understand the difference between my free and paid content. Because they're right, I do put out an insane amount of free content. On any given week, I'm putting out one YouTube video, one podcast, and one, usually two blogs, and sometimes even multiple YouTube videos. I'm also posting seven days a week on my different Instagram and social media accounts, and I also give a daily local business tip on my Climbing Vines Cafe Instagram stories, and I'm constantly pinning all of this information and content on Pinterest, and well, you get the idea. I put a lot of content out into the world so much of it that you can consume for free. So putting myself in their shoes, yes, I can now see how it can get confusing to someone from the outside looking in. One of the members in my Play Cafe Academy program actually said it best. She said, you know, with this whole brick and mortar business thing, you really don't know what you don't know. And I've found that to be so true. How could my potential customers know that there is so much more information to learn and systems to really nail and concepts to perfect before you can ever really be a successful and fulfilled local business owner? So I've done a lot of work on my marketing messaging for both my Play Cafe Academy program and also my Digital Brand Envy program to really help guide my potential customers into choosing whether they want to continue consuming free content or whether they want to actually pull out their credit cards and purchase one of my paid products or programs. And now I want to share all of that with you because if my customers are struggling with this, yours probably are as well. So let's talk about the biggest differences between free and paid content and really get some clarity on the topic. And I just want to say that I'm not sure if this is true for all content creators, so I'm not trying to put words in anyone's mouth. These are the four differences between my paid and free content, but I would venture to guess that a lot of content creators feel the same way. All right, let's dive in. You're listening to the Digital Brand Envy Podcast, where we believe creating an impactful customer journey is the biggest opportunity to grow any business. 
Sales Funnel strategist Michelle Caruana will let you in behind the scenes of the campaigns and launches her team is working on while highlighting what's working and what's not to attract an audience and convert them into customers and raving fans so you can achieve your own envy-worthy brand. Before I get started, I want to reiterate something that I talked about on episode 15 with Courtney Foster Donahue. And if you have not listened to that episode yet, definitely go check it out. But anyway, she said something that actually inspired the topic for this episode. She said, and I apologize because I'm going to paraphrase here. She said, can you likely learn everything you need to for free online or through experience and trial and error? Yes. Yes, you can. However, how long will that take? Depending on the topic, it could take thousands of hours and even years of learning through free content to get to the exact same place you could get in, say, 8 to 12 weeks by investing in a paid program and, more importantly, in a mentor or a guide who has already walked the path before you and can get you the results that you want without having to make all the mistakes and detours that they did. And let me tell you right now, as an entrepreneur, in order to be successful, you have to value your time. For such a long time, I convinced myself that I was saving money by binging on free content constantly. I was listening in the shower, while I was driving, while I was making dinner, while I was folding laundry. Literally every second of the day, I filled with free content. But what I was really doing was spending my time trying to take this tip from here and that strategy from there. And I was kind of duct taping it all together and expecting it to have this magical transformative effect on my businesses. And spoiler alert, it didn't. It wasn't until I started investing in paid programs and mentorship that I really began to understand from a consumer's perspective this time what the difference between free and paid content is and what it should be. And it's actually made me a much more effective educator and content creator. Once I started investing in my education and paying money to people who were further ahead than I was, not only did I see results much more quickly, but I also realized just how much time I was spending consuming free content. And let me just do a quick little calculation for you. So let's just say my hourly rate is around $200 because whatever, that's what I can maybe bill clients or that's the money that I could be making by doing money-making tasks instead of learning or education tasks. And let's just say that I wanted to learn Facebook ads, but I wanted to do it for free. I didn't want to spend any money. So I spent four hours reading blogs, two hours going through free downloads and swipe files, eight hours watching YouTube videos, and six hours watching free webinars or free trainings. That's 20 hours spent so far. And let me tell you, I would probably still be a complete novice at Facebook ads. And if I try to launch a successful campaign from scratch, I likely would not have all the pieces that I needed to get results. We're going to talk about why I probably won't get the long-term results in a minute, but let's just keep going with this example. So let's say I spent 20 hours figuring out maybe an eighth of what I need to know about Facebook ads for the four reasons I'm going to share in a few minutes. That's already $4,000 worth of my time, and I'm still not even close to where I need to be. 
And trust me, you can get some amazing Facebook ads training programs to give you the exact blueprint to success for way less than $1,000. So you've already lost out on at least $3,000 by choosing to consume free content. If you had just accelerated your results, not only would you have been able to spend your time with clients or doing money-making tasks, you could also already be running successful Facebook ads for either your own business or for clients. Honestly, my entire life change changed when I came to this realization and started to value my time and assign an actual dollar amount to it. And these days, I will pay just about any amount of money to get my time back. Because don't forget, money is a renewable resource. What is not a renewable resource is time. I can't ever get back time with my kids, time with my husband, time with my friends, or time that I could be spending just working on myself. And once you can calculate your hourly rate based on your income or what you take home in your business, you can easily decide if a task is worth outsourcing or keeping on your plate. For example, we have our house cleaned sometimes, we have our groceries delivered and our lawn cut, etc because all of those tasks cost us a lot less to outsource than what we could make if we focused on money-making tasks in our business. And by us, I'm referring to my husband and I because we work together. Because let me be honest, I can't drive a fancy grass-cutting tractor. It would probably take me four hours to cut my lawn, and that's not going to be a good use of my time, especially considering I only have about nine hours of childcare per week on average. Just this past week, one of the members inside my Play Cafe Academy program asked, since I'm constantly sharing the tools that I pay for and the resources that I pay for in order to free up my time, she said, Michelle, where do you draw the line? When is it worth it to save time? And when are you not willing to pay in order to save time? And my answer to her, and shout out to you, Kristen Wilson, if you're listening, there is no line for me. I'm willing to pay any amount of money, the renewable resource, to save me time, the non-renewable resource, if it means that I can be doing something more productive with my time, whether it's spending more time with my family or making money. Now, the trick is, of course, if you can't roughly make in one hour what you're paying to save one hour, then that's where your line is. So did I always have this luxury? No, of course not. For years, I did all of the things in my business, and I worked all day every day doing all the things. It's okay if you're still learning, and if you're still in that bootstrapping, rolling your sleeves up, getting you know down and dirty phase, because we all have to go through it. But once you find what your thing is, and you get really good and focused at making money with it, that's when you can start freeing up your time. And it could take months, it could take weeks, it could take years, depending on your commitment, depending on the investment that you're willing to make. But the money-making has to come first. And once again, you get really good at realizing how renewable of a resource money is, that's when you can really start taking back your time hour by hour by hour. All right, so sorry, <laughs> I got a little off track there. This is not an episode about time management or outsourcing, but you get the idea. I just had to share that. Chances are you understand this concept of delegating tasks that aren't in your genius zone, like cutting your lawn, and that aren't a good use of your time. So getting back to the point, why can't we think of education the same way? 
Why for so long was I not willing to delegate all of the years of trial and error and mistakes and pivots to someone who has not only already done it and come out the other side, but who has created an actual blueprint for me to follow so that I can get to where they are without all of that time, energy, and money wasted? It's because I, and maybe you can relate to this, did not understand the difference between free and paid content. I was way over-consuming free content, and I was under-consuming paid content. All right, so let's get right into the four differences between my free and paid content, and hopefully this will shed some light on it for you and maybe open your mind up to the world of paid content. All right, so number one, my free content is meant to inspire and motivate. My paid programs are for when people are ready to take action. So this also goes hand in hand with something that Courtney said in last week's episode. Free content might teach on a topic, but paid programs are meant to facilitate a transformation. Another way to say this is that free content is more tips and tricks versus a complete blueprint framework, or step-by-step solution given to you inside a paid program. The first example that I want to give you for this particular point is this podcast. And let's just go with um, referencing episode four, for example. The title of that episode is, What is Content and What Should We Be Creating as Business Owners? And in that episode, my guest Olivia Basso talks about the type of content that is getting results for clients right now and share some success stories. That inspires by sharing some ideas for people to take and turn into their own and it motivates because the results are going to hopefully get people excited about the possibility of what they can create for their business. In it, do we share exactly how to create and upload the perfect YouTube video, how to title it, how to tag it, how to pick the perfect topic, how to monetize it? No. We talk more about the what and the why versus how in just a minute, but just know that our free content and that episode specifically is made for people who are just starting out creating content and need a little kickstart before they take action. And if they want to take action and see results with their content a lot faster, we let them know about Digital Brand Envy over at digitalbrandenvy.com inside that episode. Another great example is my episode with Courtney last week. She shared her story from service-based business owner to seven-figure online entrepreneur as a source of inspiration for people who are just getting started and maybe they're in the trenches and they're still kind of trying to break those four-figure, five-figure, six-figure months. And it's just really meant to be a more high-level look into her business. Do we break down every single marketing tactic and how she built her landing pages and what software she uses and all that stuff? No, we're just sharing her story. And she gave places where you can learn more specifics about what she teaches about course creation. So that's another good example. Now, A lot of people will listen for months passively to my YouTube channel, to my blog, and that's absolutely fine because they're still in the inspiration motivation phase. And the most important thing about creating free content is that you do have somewhere to send them when they're ready to take action. So I have somewhere to go when people are ready to take action for all of these different places. And I make sure to call it out for every single source. So for example, for this podcast, 
people know that when they're ready to level up their digital marketing strategy, they can go to digitalbrandenvy.com. When people are watching my Play Cafe Academy YouTube channel and they're ready to say yes and see what it's like to open an indoor playground business and get the exact eight-step blueprint to actually do so, they know that they can go to playcafeacademy.com and join my membership. So when you're creating free content, always remember the path that you want them to take and make sure that you meet your users or your potential customers where they are. So again, I know that people are watching my free content to get motivated and inspired. And again, people oftentimes will listen to, especially my um, Play Cafe Academy content. A lot of times when people actually join my membership, I'll mention them and I'll welcome them inside the group and I'll say, hey, you know, how did you get here? Where are you in your journey? And so many times they will say that they have been listening to my YouTube channel or reading my blogs for months and months, maybe even a year before they actually ended up taking the leap and joining. And that's insane to me because I've been putting out content for just about a year. So to me, it seemed like so long, but they just needed that extra time to get motivated and inspired. And I'm ready for them when they're ready to take action. And that's one of the most important things. And I talked about consistency in a previous episode, but I consistently made sure to show up for them every single week. It's, I think, the 38th or 39th week of the year at the time of this recording. And if you go to my YouTube channel and if you go to my blog, you will see that I have put out a YouTube video and a Play Cafe Academy blog every single week of the year. I am consistent because I know that people are reading my blog posts, listening to my YouTube channel, just getting inspired and motivated, and they are at some point going to be ready to take action. And it's up to me to keep showing up for them, even if it feels like a small crowd, or even if it feels like I'm kind of talking to crickets, because that's the beauty of free content is, you know, one of these days, people are going to be ready to take action and you have to be there staying top of mind in order for them to actually convert into a paying customer. Another great quick example is one of our real estate clients in North Carolina who frequently shares home buying and selling tips on their free blog. The idea is uh, meant to inspire people to look further into the home buying and selling process and their blog is meant to create authority for them so that If a reader does decide to move forward with buying or selling a home, they are the go-to source. So someone could passively sit back and read their blogs for months, and then when they are ready to take action and list their home, they already know who to trust to hire. And again, it's all up to them to consistently show up for them so that when they decide to take the leap, they are right there ready to be their guide. All right, now we're going to dive into the second way that my free content is different from my paid content. So number two, my free content teaches the what and the why, but not the how. And this kind of goes hand in hand with number one, and I teased it a little bit, but I felt like it deserved to be broken out separately. A great example of this would be something that I love to do when I speak or teach inside other groups for free on behalf of Digital Brand Envy. And that is sharing my best performing ad creative or copy. So if I'm teaching Facebook ads, I love showing screenshots and pictures of all of my best performing ads for my different programs and for the different campaigns that I run for clients. 
So again, I'll pull up screenshots and results and show them exactly which lines of copy, which call to actions, which images and or videos performed the best. It inspires by getting people's minds moving and giving them some examples of scroll stopping creative. And it motivates by showing that great results are possible with Facebook ads and it piques their curiosity and makes them want to learn more. Do I show them exactly how I set the campaign up inside of Ads Manager, which objective I chose, which targeting, which optimizations, which placements? Probably not because that's the how and that is what I give my paid digital brand envy members because it requires a lot more understanding of some underlying Facebook ads concepts and it takes much more time and step-by-step direction. And even if I do share my targeting or ad setup, because I occasionally do, am I showing my exact process of how I came to arrive at that winning copy, that winning headline, that winning creative? Am I showing all of the specific tests and trials and methods that I use every day to finally arrive at a profitable ad that's sustainable long-term? No. Another great example is, again, from Play Cafe Academy. One of my favorite blog articles to direct people to is some inspiration for a great play area. And in that blog article, I talk about wall toys and sensory equipment and a gated baby area and things like that. And I share pictures of different play cafes and indoor playgrounds from all over the world. And again, it's just meant to kind of get the ideas flowing, get people excited about the concept. And then inside my paid Play Cafe Academy program, I have an entire module all about designing not only a great play space where people are going to have fun, but one that's going to maximize your profits, one that's going to get you five-star reviews, and one that's going to be uh, ADA compliant, so accessible to people with disabilities, and et cetera, et cetera. So in the paid program, I give the step-by-step instructions on what I found to be successful, what I found not to be successful, and exactly how to carry out the execution of an indoor play area. Whereas in the free content, I'm just giving some inspiration to get people excited. One last great example is from a client, Elaine. So she is an expert, uh, a master colorist, And a lot of times on her social media, she will always share pictures of the results that she gets for her clients and she'll share the techniques that she used and she'll give a very high level overview of the tips that she used. So she'll say that she used, um, oh my gosh, I'm going to butcher this, but she used Redken hair dye and she used foils and she used this technique and she gives a very brief overview. And then Inside of her paid program, she actually does the video step-by-step techniques and actually shows exactly how she's applying the dye, exactly how long she leaves it on, exactly how she, um, you know, prevents the hair dye from getting on the skin. And oh my gosh, I know nothing about hair dye. I actually colored my hair for the first time in like two years the other day. So I'm really not an expert, but that's just another great example of showing the inspiration and the motivation and then breaking it down step-by-step in the paid content once people decide that they're ready to take action. It's a little teaser into what people can expect if they do decide to upgrade into the paid program. All right, so the third way that my free content is different from my paid content is that my free content topics are usually crafted around objections. My paid programs are instead focused around solutions. 
So by this, I mean I come up with the topics for my free content around the most common questions that I get from my email subscribers, my YouTube subscribers, and my paid members. And if you go back to episode three, I also do a lot of keyword research. So what I'll do is I'll actually use keyword tools to see what people are searching for because that's a good way to figure out where people are getting stuck, what they have questions on, and again, where these objections are coming up and where these roadblocks are happening. So another great example is with Facebook ads. A big objection that I hear from business owners trying to run their own ads is, well, I don't have a big budget. Now that's an objection. So some free content ideas that I might create to get them to overcome this objection are why you don't need a big budget to run Facebook ads, the Facebook ad that can be run at only $1 per day, the $100 per month Facebook ad strategy that can get you a 10 times return on ad spend. All right, so those are just three topic ideas that I could create around Facebook ads. Now, going back to point number two about why my free content is different from paid content, here in that example, I'm teaching them the what and the why, but not the how. So I would start with, with sharing what the strategy is from like a 30,000 foot view. So for example, the strategy could be retargeting website visitors. I would also share why this is important, which directly speaks to the objective. And that's that many business owners don't have big budgets and they need a strategy that they can run inexpensively when they're just starting out. So do I give them the start to finish step-by-step -step solution of setting up a Facebook retargeting ad that converts and will result in a profit? No, because that would be inside my paid program. In this case, inside my membership, Digital Brand Envy. Another example is for Play Cafe Academy. A big objection comes around funding, and there are a lot of questions about how expensive it is to open a physical indoor playground and the different places funding is available. So if you go to my Play Cafe Academy YouTube channel, I have a video that shares our total build-out cost as well as where we got the money from and why we chose those different sources and some pros and cons of each. In that free content, do I give the exact blueprint of how we got the money the business plan we used, and the exact steps that we took to get, it, to get successfully funded? No, because I reserve that again for my paid members. But do, does the tips and tricks and anecdotes that I share give people the inspiration and motivation to take action and learn more now that they are no longer um, facing an objection around funding? Yes, absolutely. All right, moving on to the fourth and final way that my paid content is different from my free content is that my paid content is concise. So one of the goals of my free content is to connect with my audience. I love to use my personality to attract people who have values that align with my own, who might be a great fit for my programs, as well as repel those who would not be a great fit, whether that's due to values or style or whatever. So for this reason, in my free content, I love to tell stories, give a glimpse into my personal life, and joke around a little bit more. Once someone decides that I am someone that they'd like to pay to learn more from and they upgrade to one of my paid products or memberships, they'll find that the content is quite different. It's clear, it's concise, it's organized, and straight to the point, no fluff included. And 
That's because the goal of my paid content is different. The goal of my paid content is not to develop a relationship with you or make you laugh or get to know you or get you to like, know, or trust me so that I can move you closer to a buying decision because you already clearly trusted me enough to make that buying decision already. My goal with my paid content is to get you the results that I promised as quickly and efficiently as humanly possible. And while my personality does often shine through, I'm sure, I'm not adding any stories in my paid content unless it contributes directly to the result that I'm helping you to achieve. I used to take pride in the number of lessons and downloads and all the bells and whistles that I included in my programs, but now I take pride in the fact that I have developed the systems and frameworks to get my paid members results in the quickest, most efficient way possible because that's what people are willing to pay for, a transformation. But more about that in next week's episode. All right, so to wrap up this week's episode, my paid content differs from my free content in four important ways. Number one, my free content is meant to inspire and motivate, and my paid programs are for when people are ready to take action. Number two, my free content teaches the what and the why, but not the how. Number three, my free content topics are usually crafted around objections, and my paid programs are instead focused around solutions. And finally, number four, my paid content is concise. No fluff allowed. So stay tuned for next week's episode where I'm going to be sharing some mindset shifts that I've gone through over the last few years that have changed absolutely everything in my life, both business and personal, for the better. So thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. And again, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. And if you want to check out the links for this episode, look at the show notes. And again, leave a review. It helps so much. I'm going to start reading them. So I can't wait to give you a shout out. Have a great week, guys.